Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And we're doing another top 10 list today. Uh, This is the counterpart to the last one we did, which was villains. This is going to be heroes, specifically movie heroes. Mm -hmm. And we're trying a new format this time. Instead of uh, like I go, Todd goes, we're going to do my list first, and then we'll do Todd's list in a future episode. So without further ado, we'll start with my number 10. Derek's number 10. Derek's number 10. And Derek, what is your number 10? My number 10 is Neo from The Matrix. So, all right, let's let's um, set up the uh, scenario. 10 being the worst hero. Yeah. One uh, being the one being the best hero. So yep. Neo is your worst hero of the top 10. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed the first matrix a lot. Mm-hmm. The, and I think the next two kind of got progressively worse. Like if you look at the first matrix movie, I didn't think the third one would end the way it did. And now of course they're, they're doing a fourth one somehow. Which is going to be airing in December of 2021. Oh, is it? It's the end of this year? Yes. Wow, mm-hmm. okay. Which will be airing on in theaters as well as HBO Max, which I am a part of. Me too. Yep. Okay, so, yeah. As, you know, it. Neo's a cool character, and I think it was a great idea. And you, I can't argue that he didn't succeed. As mm-hmm. far as like what his mission and everything was, but it was just it, it the overall story's confusing for one thing. What's confusing for you? I, I, and I'm not I'm devil's advocate here. Um but I guess it's just the philosophy of it because if you base it, if you break it down, it's man versus machine, and I get that part right, of it. Right, right, but like right, right. The the thing within the matrix excel itself, and you know, he meets like the core of the matrix and what agent Smith morphed into and all that Mm -hmm. and how like he saves the matrix from within. And it's just, it's such a weird, the third movie was weird. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but it was weird. And I'm really kind of curious how they're even going to pull fourth one out with the way the third one ended. I, uh, I'm curious too, as to the fourth movie. Um, and, you know, and this goes back to uh, me, what I'm, what I'm going to say now, uh, with how we view uh, science fiction and horror and fantasy. I give them, I give them more leeway. Yeah, of course. So, um I love, like, I love the Matrix uh, trilogy. Not just trilogy, but, you know, if you watch Matrix, uh, the the cartoons. The Animatrix. Animatrix. Thank you, Derek, because I couldn't remember off the top of my head. They really, really um, opened up what they expected of humanity going forward. Um, versus what happened in Matrix 3. So, uh, like, and again, this is kind of like me disagreeing with you. 
Um, but no, nothing new there. No, 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 it's, no, no <laughs> absolutely not. But I, I like, I absolutely loved the idea of how Neo kind of overcame uh, the programs in the machine. Which, oh, sure. Which, which they didn't really go into in a lot of detail, but I, that, that, like, that's where I stand on it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think, like you said, there's not a lot of detail, so I think maybe something was missing from the story. Right. But that's why he's number 10. I, he probably could be higher. Neo is number 10. Is that and thunder? Like, the, did you hear that? I did, yeah. That was on your end. That's awesome. Uh, what's number, <laughs> what's number <laughs> nine, Derek? That's uh, awesome. I'm like, if we can, like, record that. Yeah, that's that our new transition great. noise. Just the big yeah, thunder. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. Derek's number 10, thunder. And then what is Derek's number nine? Number nine is Marty McFly from the Back to the Future trilogy. Marty McFly. You know, like why? I, I, I and again, this is all going to be uh, on Derek because he's going to have his chance against me uh, with your list. Yeah. So, so why is Marty McFly number nine? He, and, is it because he's weak, or it's not really anything to do with weak per se. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everyone else on the. If you want to put, if we're going by that, then Marty would probably be number ten because everyone else on the list could kick kick his butt. Right. So, uh, just in terms of like the scope of what he did, um, and I guess his character, like I, he's, I have him above the Matrix because I think he he succeeded more so than Neo did in the terms that he actually like lived at the end of it. Spoiler alert. Right. But. You know, if you're listening to this, you you should have seen all those movies. They're all really old at this point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and Mart Marty's like the he's like the lovable kind of dork, I guess, that just by happenstance fell into a time travel scenario. Uh-huh. And just kind of did the best he could. All right. I mean, like, I kind of agree with that. Um, there's a lot of scenarios where he had to really, um, Oh, he had to, he had to like save himself a lot. Yeah. You know, especially like like, the first movie, the first movie was pretty straightforward. The next two they did kind of got more dangerous. And as far as like, he's concerned with going into the future and then into the old West and everything like they did. Uh, so I guess in terms of just like ingenuity and survival and just, I guess, likability as well. Right. Um, And they were all like, I obviously the first back to the future is the best one, at least in my opinion, Mm -hmm. but they're all three very enjoyable movies. If I were to rank the trilogy, I would put that higher than the matrix trilogy. Really? Would you? I mean, like, I don't, yeah. And I'm not, and again, I'm not doing this to extend this episode. I I like the Matrix trilogy better than Back to the Future trilogy. So individually, 
the first Matrix movie, The Matrix, is my favorite of those six movies. Right. But on the whole, I like the Back to the Future series more than I like wow. the Matrix series. No, not making you a horrible person, but uh, <laughs> like, no, 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 like, like that's really interesting because I would always put. The, I've literally like when when the Matrix came out, I saw it. I bought the uh, DVD. I've literally probably watched The Matrix like 300 times. Like, and I'm not even like joking. Um, And like, I thought that that The Matrix trilogy was amazing. Um, I would never, and and I love, I love, 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 love um, the Back to the Future trilogy. But there's no way in any way compare to um, the Matrix trilogy. Oh, uh, this like, is, not, this is like, why not, we this is why we started this show is because how we we both like but disagree no, no, on stuff. Yeah, no, no. Like you're entirely correct. Like, I, like I would never think that you would think that Back to the Future is better than the Matrix, and you're younger than me. So, like, it's, like, kind of crazy. But, yep, that's that's my number nine. And we're only on number nine. We're not even number eight. And well, we, now and, we're on number eight. <clears throat> what? So now we're on number eight. All right, well, what's your number eight? My yeah. number eight is Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Wait a second. Derek's number eight is Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. All right, which is a boxing movie. Mm-hmm. But you've decided um, as part of the fight that it's not a boxing movie. And we're at number eight. So, Derek, please pound on your so as far as um as far as like a a main character like a a heroic character goes that like you can root for i don't think uh i think rocky's kind of like that prototypical character well like i agree with you on that but easy to root how is he your top 10 superheroes it wasn't superheroes, just top ten movie heroes. So they don't oh, have to have powers. Well, well, now Derek's already changing it because it was superheroes when we were no. Well, if it was superheroes, then Marty McFly wouldn't be on the list. All right. So top ten. What do you What are you going to call them? It's a top ten movie heroes. Top ten movie heroes. All right. Justin Neo wouldn't come anywhere near my top ten list of superheroes. All right, all right. So Rocky is number eight. Rocky's Who is number, number eight. Who's number seven? Who is number seven? Uh, number seven is the Terminator, uh, the T eight hundred from Judgment Day specifically. Terminator. I know, obviously, Arnold was the bad guy in one movie, and then moving forward, he was the heroic character. But I don't think, like, any of the other Terminator movies, as far as, like, a, him being in the hero role, did it justice like they did in Judgment Day. 
especially with humanizing the Terminator. Right. Uh, throughout the course of that like two, two and a half hour movie. Which basically is what um James Cameron did. Oh, for uh, sure. With 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 his character. Even though he I he I, I believe he actually um dehumanizes the character in uh Terminator One. Well, yeah, that I mean, it's a nice. If you take the movies like that, it's a nice contrast, right? Of like pure killing machine to uh, actual like almost human, right? But it's also two different Terminators with different <coughs> programmings, essentially. Theoretically, theoretically, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. What's your number six, Derek? Because I can't really like. Uh, obviously, Terminator. Two did, was the consummate uh, hero mm-hmm. in that movie. So, what's your number six? I, like, I really can't like fault you for that. Uh, number six is Ellen Ripley from the Alien movies. Um, in terms of the evolution of a hero, I mean, mm-hmm. she she went from just being like essentially. I guess you could call her because <clears throat> like the, the, the series kind of went through like a drastic shift between alien one and aliens right? where like alien one was almost, almost like the, the alien was like a slasher uh, villain, almost like right. a Freddy Krueger where he was just systematically killing people one by one. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, her character, she goes from being the sole survivor of a ship to like this this like um <clears throat> I know we don't really curse but I can't think of another word like badass yeah um who rides with space marines down to a colony and then you know she goes uh she essentially leads is the leader of them as they as they uh complete their mission and uh you know rescue a child and then of course you know, the events of the other alien movies to the point where she's cloned. Alien four. Alien um, four. Yep. Resurrection. Yep. But that's why she's number six on my list. Ellen Ripley is number six. No, I agree uh, more with this um, hero because of the fact that, you know, she does uh become the the top number six because of you know interfering and um being a uh a protagonist mm-hmm. i guess you should say but yeah i do agree with number six what is number five Derek? i can't wait to hear what number five is because the the first the first five were kind of like yeah you know um so I'm kind of hearing so I kind of want to hear what the the last number five are so for number five uh, I'm gonna say Superman the uh, Superman but it's it's <clears throat> almost like it's almost uh, kind of like you could which Superman? Any, are, well, are you if, talking if I was going to pick one, I would pick Christopher Reeve. 
because okay. he had the most movies and the biggest impact, I would say. Right. <clears throat> um, that's honestly that's why I'm going with him over other superheroes. You could kind of say any superhero and put him in this spot. Um, but the you know the like the first the first uh, superhero movie I think was that Superman was his Superman like really um, launched the superhero movie. Even before they did a Batman or any Marvel Marvel movie, they did Superman with Christopher Reeve, and he had what a four movie run. Yeah, he had a he had a long run. Plus, <clears throat> I apologize. Plus, his run with the TV series where he was also um, he played Christopher Reeve. Uh, oh, in Smallville. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his cameo in Smallville that. that was cool. Yep, which is awesome. But yeah, so um, like, I think because Superman, whether you're a Superman fan or not, Superman is the most recognizable superhero in the world. And yep, you know, no, I, I agree. You can't even really argue with that. <clears throat> no, so I agree. That's that's kind of why he's on the list at that point, and I and I, obviously different iterations like they've they've had to weaken superman over the decades uh to make him i guess more relatable but he's he's the most powerful superhero as well right so he is my number five and at my number four well then i can't hear what i can't wait to hear what your number four is Derek's number four james bond Oh wow! Yeah, so you're—he's a hero. Well, of course, to you. <clears throat> well, I'm good guy, hero, whatever you want to call him. He's the hero in his own movies for sure, and he's had like thirty of them. No, no, no. I mean, like I agree, but there's been—I um, <clears throat> apologize—some uh, movies where he's. Walk the line, um, where he's not been the consummate superhero. Or I'm sorry, the consummate uh, hero. But I think that's yeah, that's that's true. But usually he um, he's on the right side for the most part, whether his tactics are, we'll say, agreeable or not. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really a matter of conjecture. And it's it changes from Bond to Bond since there's so many Bonds, right? I mean, we did our whole James Bond series uh, like two years ago. Yep. Yeah, so it's not like no, we're not that. go too deep into it. But, <clears throat> you know, he, as far he's had a big impact on on uh, the hero or um, on the spy genre, and so he's like the biggest hero out of the spy genre. So that's why he's on my list. All right. I shall say nothing further. So now who's, we're into the third top three at number three. <clears throat> I have Indiana Jones. Oh, without a doubt. Um, I, I don't think you can think of like a movie hero and not think of Indiana Jones. He's kind of everything you want in a protagonist. As far as like intelligent and, um, um, I I can't think of the word I want to say. I guess like 
dangerous, I guess. Right. You know, he's, but he's I mean, not like, like, he's like, not like, sure. he's not like the John McLean, McLean, like stone cold killing machine. He doesn't like try to just purposefully kill people. Right. But no, you know, no, no, for he, sure. he, he does his job. He's intelligent. He fought Nazis. <clears throat> and, you know, he, he tried to do what was right, not just um, what he thought was right, but mm-hmm. what what society, what the societal norms were at that time to do what's right. Well, yeah, yeah no, 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 so like he found the Ark of the Covenant and then instead of using it for personal gain, just put it in storage because of how it would it could potentially damage the world as opposed to help anything. Exactly. All right, what do you got for number two? Uh, number two, I have Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. There, the, how can I say anything negative about Luke Skywalker? Uh, like, there's you could, no The only way. thing you could question would be his like his <coughs> positioning on my list. You could say he deserved to be number one, or you could say he deserved to be maybe a little lower. No, no, no. I mean, like, he was totally, um, you know, the, the light side of the force. Uh, he showed himself in... The subsequent movies in Empire Strikes Back, as well as uh, Return of the Jedi, and then once again in The Mandalorian. Yeah. So he when literally know, like, he literally proved himself to be on this list. So like, there's nothing I can really say. That's why I was going to say I'm not really I'm not really counting like the new trilogy <laughs> Luke Skywalker because to me that's not Luke Skywalker. Uh, okay. All right. And to Mark that's Hamill, good. that's also not Luke Skywalker. Okay, and Disney's right. basically retconning that and making sure, <laughs> and kind of saying it uh, that's not going to be canon moving forward. I think it is going to be canon. So you're not. You're, so you're all right. So this is a whole nother conversation. Yeah, no, it's 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 a so segue. We shouldn't talk so, about it. So you're thinking you're not. It's not going to be canon. I think well, it is. Disney changed the creative head of LucasArts, or it's not the same person who was the head during the times in the movies at. And all the Disney, all the Disney Plus shows are basically filling it out to the point where the stuff of that, uh, the sequel trilogy couldn't have happened. Really? Yeah, that's everything I've been reading is going to indicate that. That's going to be kind of really interesting. It's Just, also going to be really like uh, problematic for um, not just Disney but LucasArts. To be, in my opinion. Well, I think they most because fan, most because fans they're also. Uh, I'm sorry, Derek. What were you going to say? On the whole, just people were angry with the sequel trilogy, so I think they almost had to retcon it. Yeah, I mean, like, they're also, if if you um, look, they're actually bringing in uh, KOTOR and the the yes. um, the uh, the characters from that, as well as the figures from that, like I'm definitely getting those characters, I, those figures. I don't, I don't care. What I'm, I mean, I might even get them. Oh, and, you know, I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't oh, really do that. Oh, but I love. Well, all right, Kotor right so here, here we go. Me. Here we go. Where I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like they're definitely bringing in um, those figures. So, like, well, I'm in it for. I'm in it. I have. I just brought, uh, this is a quick segue about KOTOR. I yeah. just brought to my house, from my parents' house, my posters from the from the two KOTOR games. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking, nice. About, getting, I'm thinking about getting them framed. Nice. 
And right. and uh, have you um, downloaded the uh, the um, the 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 uh, the games from Xbox? I have mm-hmm. I have Kotor two, but apparently Kotor one is a problem. I have not. I'm waiting for the remasters to come out. Oh. Which has like, been a rumor for like five years, I know, but they just did it with Mass Effect, and it's the same studio, so I think it's actually going to happen. Yeah, I'll, dude, I will totally get it. Like, I already have KOTOR 2, and I am so excited if we can get those um, characters. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, God. Well, I don't know about like, you, because now, like, I don't want to turn this into a KOTOR episode, yeah, like when I, I played that, <laughs> I played that game to death. I did, you know, the the light side story, the dark me side too. story, no, no, the no, male no, story, too. the female story. I did it all. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I mean, so did I. And I'm not that guy. You know no, what I mean? I'm not like either. once I'm like once I'm done a game, I'm done a game, and then I move on. Yeah. Uh, the only one, the only games that really made me go back is Kotor one and two. And Legend of Zelda uh, Wind Waker, where I just, you know, went back in and, and, and worked it. But it's, it's, a, it's a totally different thing. I totally understand where you're coming from. So, you know, I can totally understand where, you know, if you decide to follow or not to follow. All right. So now we're brings us to brings me to my number one. <clears throat> number one. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Eric's number one. And now this this one might shock you. <clears throat> I probably will. Yep. So my number one is Samwise Gamgee from The Lord of the Rings. What? Yes. All right. Here here's here's the problem with this. <laughs> I knew I I have here, a reason. I have a whole rationale for this. Here's the problem with this. And I don't have a problem. And, and part of the problem is I don't have a problem with this. <laughs> um, I've met him in person. Of course He's you the have. nicest guy. I've got him to sign my, um, my uh, poster for, uh, what's that football? What's that football movie? I, like, oh, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. He great was a nice also guy. a great movie. Also a great movie. But he was like the nicest guy. He's like, Thank you, Ty, for coming. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, you made Lord of the Rings. I and I and I still like I think we've talked about this even like what was it, Derek? Fifteen years ago, when when oh, the yeah. came out, probably when we were working together. We were oh yeah, about it. I mean, like that's With... my point. That, like that's my point. Like he literally made Lord of the Rings. Well, see, he's the linchpin character for that because without him, that they, they don't win. No, 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 he, no, not at all. I like that's the like that's without the whole like point. Fro- Frodo's not the hero. It's Sam. Uh-huh. Sam Sam gets him there. No, no, no. I, I completely agree. Uh, I don't agree. I don't disagree in the least because without Sam, Frodo would never have made it mm-hmm. uh, because of all the deceptions from Gollum 
and everything else. Well, then his own you know, weak, weakness at the end with the ring, not like succumbing to it at the last second. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, um, I, and I still love that, like that whole scene. Honestly, uh, Mr. Gandalf, I ain't afraid of no eaves or what was the, what was the exact phrasing on that? I, I, oh, I'm not oh, dropping on no I'm eaves. not dropping no eaves. Or yeah, some, yeah. I'm not dropping any eaves. I love that. <laughs> I like, I love that. And um, I'm one of those guys that actually uh, listens to all of the commentary and everything else. And if you watch when they're in uh, the forest as he's walking back out uh, into the river, uh, to try and get uh, Frodo, he actually walks on uh, like a spike in the river. Oh, in um, real life? In real life. And he just kept on uh, just kept on, on walking? Oh my god. Yeah. And th- th- it was like a really big cut in his in his foot. Oh, sure. But well, it's, uh, kind of, it's kind of like that scene in um in the two towers when Viggo Mortensen kicks the helmet and actually breaks his toe. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 almost the same thing, except um Sam is actually bleeding out. Well, yeah, he's whereas Vigo is just, he's got a broken foot, right? Which right. I, and and I've had broken feet before, and you know everything else, but. They, it was literally a, no, a like you step of, on something in the river like that, you need to get a tetanus shot. Yeah, and that's what actually happened. But he kept on uh, with his scene and, and pushed on. Oh, I, and, I remember you telling me this like years ago. Oh, it was because way years you're ago. you're like the only guy I know that actually listens to directors' commentaries and stuff. Yeah. especially on like you know three hour movie plus yeah. and you and just say like you, do it, you do it while movie. you clean yeah and it's just insane yeah, no, 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 to me. No, no. no you're entirely correct i'm like i literally watch all the director's commentaries on movies that i watch and derek's entirely correct as i clean i'm listening to director's commentaries i'm like oh my god that's, a, that's amazing that he just like uh marshaled on uh with this and he did um and i still think and i and i still believe and i've said it to him to his face i'm like you were probably the best actor in that movie well i'm not i'm not gonna disagree with you on this he should have won the oscar too he got snubbed big time yeah i like he was amazing in this movie Mm -hmm. and just because he was the gardener, I like I I agree, he got totally snubbed. And he is the most um how can I put this? He was the most he was uh, the most emotional character. He's the most emotional character, but he's also the most uh from an actor standpoint, he's just very humble. Uh, uh, yes. like he is the most humble human being. I've ever met in my entire life. Like if I was if I was there, I'm like, dude, I stole this. I like I I'm like I'm I, like I dominated this this character. Well, but character you know, but him, no one else really changed except for him. Like he went from being a shy gardener who was afraid to talk to a girl to 
you know, he didn't change saving that much, the world, Derek. saving he didn't the change world. That much. He he changed from a shy gardener who was afraid to talk to a girl to a shy gardener who would talk to a girl. Like he literally, no, he, stopped, didn't he much. pretty much stopped being shy. I mean, he he saved the world at that point. He did, but he didn't take credit for it. Well, that's true. He stayed humble. Yeah, I mean, like that's. I agree with you completely. I mean, on this, I um, I, I really can't, and and. I'm going to have a top 10 superheroes too. And it's not going to have everyone that Derek has on it, but I, I, I can't disagree with Derek's choices. Okay. So that was my top 10. We'll get back to you next time with Todd's top 10. Yeah. In, in the meantime, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, old nerd, young nerd, and keep listening to us wherever you find your podcasts. Um, as always, I'm Derek. There. And I'm Todd. And remember, and remember, normal, normal is the is new, the new boring. boring. All right. Thanks for joining us, folks. Thanks, everybody.